0: Hello and welcome to the Celtic Way morning briefing for Thursday, November the 17th. Is it technically the morning briefing if it's 12? Um, Celtic have just been defeated 2-1 by Sydney FC in the opening tie of the Sydney Super Cup, and with me today to discuss it is TCW News writer Aidan McDonald and the Ek Thunder and Down Under <laughs> and Tony Haggerty live from Australia. How's it going, guys? All right,
1: if I give it a bit of that, you'll know why. All right, so don't worry, my head nearly smacked off a table several points during that game tonight, but uh, I don't think uh, it was one for the scrapbook, was it? I don't think the manager was too impressed with his charges. no. After we'll my
0: comments. Me. We'll yeah. um, nah, I think I think that sums it up. But we can just call it there and just call it a day. Um now uh, before we before we dive into the game, can I just point you all to the ticker along the bottom and our latest subscription offer which is one pound for two months of full access. And currently on there you can get Aiden's player ratings from the game. But more importantly, no offense, Aiden, uh, there will be Tony's feature on the whole occasion to come as well, uh, as well as his next diary from down under entry, won't there, Tony? there will be indeed yes yes yes
1: the whole occasion it was on a bit flat in the end up wasn't it It you need to talk it up
0: Tony you're doing a feature on this you need to talk
1: (laughs) it up it was very pre-season friendly fodder though wasn't it by the end of it and lots of fringe players got their got their opportunity but maybe didn't stake their claim to be anything more than um, fringe players um,
0: so a 2-1 loss then um that wasn't in the Ange Post to call glue homecoming script was it um no. We'll come, to you. come to you first, uh, Aidan. What was your impression
2: of the performance? First of all, we'll get to the occasion later. I think overall it was a bit flat, wasn't it? I mean, in the second half, up until they lost that sort of second goal, there was positives they were dominating the game and it did look like it was only a matter of time before Celtic so were going to take the lead again, but obviously uh, you lost quite there was some finish, to be fair, for the second goal. But... Mm-hmm. Overall, it was it was a bit disappointing, a bit flat, and exactly like Tony said. There, it was like a pre-season friendly, to be
1: honest. It's a wonderful we... line from Ange. Actually, yeah. he was asked about the the travel and did that have any effect, and he said, "I'm not a violin player, mate." So just, he was just like, we set standards at the club, and if people don't follow them, then I'm not going to be happy. And he, He hates getting beat, and it doesn't matter the nature of the competition, he just hates getting beat. So, Well, there's
0: lots of comments on the side here about jet lag, and I'll come to them in a minute, but as you just referenced there, Tony, you're you're no long out speaking to Ange Postacoglu himself, Mm -hmm. aren't you? Um, You've kind of referenced it there again, but what did you get from him? Because he seemed really quite disappointed with the way that they performed in his post-match interview that we could see over here, so they calmed down. I mean, it it was not raging, but you could tell he was disappointed. No, um, I think it's any is, is that
1: just the, the way that it was feeling I think it's a whole standard thing. He doesn't care what competition it is. He just mm. doesn't like losing football matches. He likes winning. But he likes winning with meaning and a purpose. That's his mm. on you know, that's that's his MO. That's 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 what he's always banging on about. And I don't think he got anything like that tonight. You know, you always talk about the performance and the result. He got neither tonight. Aye. And uh, in he was not slow in letting people know that he was in the rage and he didn't he blast he didn't he rant didn't rave, he's he's always pretty measured, mm-hmm. and and he just sort of sometimes that's scarier if you ever had yeah, a that well, wouldn't it, would it, shout it would
0: be quite threatening yeah,
1: with the tone yeah, of voice yeah, and, I, and I asked him if he really you know, enjoyed being back and stuff and he says and he said to me I'm known, I got the mate treatment I, I'm no holiday mate I'm not going for a, a, a boat ride down a harbour tomorrow <laughs> you know what I mean so uh, listen. And that, that's, that's fine, that's what you want from your manager who doesn't I like mean, losing these kind of games but these are the kind of games where you learn a lot about your players I think you probably learn more It ties players. in
0: with the mid-season, pre-season thing there, what you're saying yeah. isn't it? and yesterday, yeah. uh, obviously, he spoke uh, after arriving and, and explicitly said, listen it's, this, isn't a, this isn't a break, this is a camp that kind of thing yeah. um, so it ties in with that uh, nonetheless, I am going to bring up some of the comments uh, Peter McCool right away, jet lag is no excuse for repeating the same defensive errors in almost every game, um, there's a few on jet lag, uh, Gucci Truder here saying you can say jet lag is no excuse but it is a fact of life, they would, they would have been half asleep like your good self Tony, um, and Steve J saying the same thing, jet lag is a massive factor you don't understand until you've experienced yeah. it, you're going through it right now Tony, could you imagine running about for 90, 90 minutes?
1: No, I can run the length of myself. That's about ninety-seven. But I mean, what about the jet lag? That's what I mean. You know. So it's, uh, yeah, I, I've never ever experienced jet lag, but I'm. Uh, I guess it's what I'm going through now because you, you do feel unsteady in your feet and you feel a bit weak. You know. Yeah. So uh, I don't know. Uh, but as the manager said, he, 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 if you want to give players the perfect out, then they'll take it. <laughs> I'm not okay. a violin player, he said. So he's he's done that journey many times. So he's just like, look, you know, I guess his shtick is that they're professional athletes and they deal with these yeah. things and the club tries their best to look after them and give them the best of environments and cultures when they're experiencing these kind of things and they travel away from home in such a long haul. So, as I say, I I, I can't imagine running about for 90 minutes after, you know, a, a travel like that because it is... It's, you know, uh-huh. it's it's difficult. That's the first time I've flown halfway across the world, and it's 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 hard. You know, to, I'm, I'm coming kind of coming down off it now because uh, I've not really slept much. And... You sound
0: like you're ready to conk out, Tony. <laughs> um, I'll put up another comment here, Aiden. Um, do you think there's anything in this uh, gets you through there again? Saying it made no sense to play this soon after the competitive games and the travelling combined. Uh, halfway across the world, obviously. The players look and understandably so. Do you think that there is something in that? Everton don't play until Sunday. They play Sunday-Wednesday. Celtic are playing Thursday-Sunday. Um, both sides only stopped at the weekend. So do you think there is anything in that? Or is this, as, as Poster Coglu says to Tony, is that you just
2: getting the violin out, if you agree with that? I think, ideally, if you could kind of choose what was happening, you would have given the players a bit more recovery time and a bit longer to adjust. But all these dates were obviously set you know in schedule long obviously we knew that it was during the world cup break, but long before we would have even known what the, fi- the league fixtures were for this season so yeah it would have probably been better but i, I can understand why the manager's not want to use that as an excuse I, I i have no doubt that jet lag did did play a part though because some of the players looked absolutely dead on their feet after like 30 35 minutes and i know there was a few guys that were starting today who hadn't really been involved or hadn't started a game at all this season in a competitive sense anyway, like Adaguchi and Abdelgaard, etc. Even like Sigrist, he's only and he's only had two starts this season. So yeah. but I, I think you could tell that tiredness was playing a part as much as, I, I know, And as Tony's already said, Andrew was very clear that it's no excuse, but I think I could potentially cut the about a bit of slack because I'd imagine it must be quite brutal trying to run about, you know, 36 hours after you land or whatever it was. Simon Thomas
0: making the point that it's probably he probably agreed to these dates apart from the fact that that's when the organisers wanted somebody to play. Another factor might have been that he does want to give them some time off in between the restart yeah. and now. Um, so it maybe suited him that they played it earlier rather than later. Um, again, if there's no violin then that, either way it doesn't really matter I suppose, does it? Um, plenty of... I mean we've started off there talking about the result and, and, and different things and obviously naturally because they get beat that's a bit and the downward trajectory so in an attempt to bring us back up uh, kevin max says Jota's ball control was unreal at times um, and on that note aiden you did the ratings tony you were physically there can we highlight anybody that, that impressed you or i
1: suppose anybody that didn't i think uh, rocco vata did fine when he came on i think so uh, okay. like look at him and scott Roberts. you so. just
0: saying that so i can plug my piece from yesterday is that, uh, is that what you're doing
1: and yes, of course. <laughs> Scott Robertson did okay, but again, he was asked a question about them, and he said it'll be good for their experience to get in that mm-hmm. first team environment. But he said nobody can go home tonight thinking they've done well, whether they played or not. So the manager was pretty, pretty, not not damning, but he was pretty, you know, pretty straight down the line. You know, mm-hmm. there was no grey area there about what he thought of the performance. So. Mm-hmm. Anybody coming off the park thinking they did well. Don't don't speak to the manager. He's gonna well, be that if, guy. He's gonna be that guy in the plane that he's sit beside the, the Disney Talk changes. You know, <laughs> if
0: they uh read the uh, if they have to come off and read Aiden's player ratings, then there's a couple that might think they've done alright, Aiden. Is that right? Um uh, yeah, I, 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 thought,
2: it, I thought some of the players were, were okay. Uh, it probably would have that a lot better if Celtic had some of those chances in the the second half, but I thought Kyogo was was pretty good, uh, not just because of his goal, which was a bit lucky to be fair, but overall I thought his movement in that was pretty solid. He was probably disappointed he didn't score another one, but I I thought he was quite good. I thought Adeguchi was all right. I understand very small sample size the first half of what is essentially, as you were calling it, a mid-season, pre-season friendly. So it's not really proof that he's going to go in and, suddenly play with you know the next 30 games or whatever but I thought he was okay for somebody who's not really played a lot of football. Uh, I thought Shaw had done alright as well although I think he could have done a lot better with that chance that he skied over the bar. Uh, I think I mentioned that in my ratings but he had some good touches like the comment I mentioned in a few dangerous crosses and I think he forced another save out of the keeper so he was positive. I, I thought the that had that done done alright overall to be honest. I'm
1: still liking the look of Haksibanovich. Yes, That's very sure. I, I, much. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think some of he's his passing, close, uh, close control and you know, and he, he's got some bags of tricks as well to, to rival Jota and I think it's coming to the flo- floor, before even, slowly but surely. You'll be hitting with, the floor I think, Tony. Yeah, I well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, with Haxabanovich. You know, so I, I think the most Celtic supporters are excited by what he will bring to the table when he's fully fit, he's fully integrated into that style and you know, you can see that he's starting to trust his teammates a lot more, and he's starting to do those giving and goals and get those kind of understandings that you see with other players that yeah. they have. So uh, it's coming on at a rapid pace of knots with Haxabanovic, which I'm I'm very impressed with. I mean,
0: you said there, Tony, that this is kind of these kind of games that don't actually mean anything, is maybe where Angel learned quite a bit about the, the character of his players. And in pre season, remember I was saying I was quite. Rather than the results themselves, I was kind of looking forward to seeing who was mm-hmm. taking on board those like kind of learned, learned behaviours and weird idiosyncrasies that Angel maybe be looking for and that you look for as a fan and all that as well. Um, in that regard, you could almost say that that's kind of what will happen this mid season, pre season, where the likes of Haks it will not just be him getting used to his teammates, it will be the teammates getting used to him and getting used to the way he might play a pass. Because earlier on the, in that game, I think maybe because they've not played as a combination that often on a, in a game. Ralston kind of read him wrong because he, I don't yeah. think he assumed that he would be able to control it and play the pass in the same kind of fluid movement and he did and it kind of took Ralston a bit by surprise but the more that they play together on occasions like this uh, in a game situation the more he'll learn no, he will get that ball to me if I'm there that kind of thing. Um, so hopefully that's the way
1: that you, you learn from games like this even though the result never went their way. There's, I watched stands the whole game. He either had his hands in his pockets or his arms folded. Which you go back to what you said earlier. Maybe that's worse because like, <laughs> there's an old clip from, and um, it's old school management and it's Bill Shankly talking and he's saying, the minute you sign for Liverpool, if you don't think you're being watched, he says, within, within days or weeks, we know everything about you. We know your friends. We know where you eat. We know what you do. You know this. And that's what struck me. That was an old school football manager standing back and just going, OK, mm-hmm. just taking it all in and saying, see if you're not going to perform for me and give me those standards, those demands that we give you on a daily basis in this kind of game. How can I trust you when the goal mm-hmm. gets tough or whatever? And, you know, that whole hands in the pockets, right, fine. You know, you you guys get a chance or, or whoever. And I'm not aiming at that at anyone Specifically, it's mm-hmm. uh, just the way I'm spoken. You know, and, and I always think of that. It's it's a brilliant bit of clip, a, bit, a brilliant bit of footage about managers who study players and, and, and Shankly nailed it. And he was seen they're being watched, you know, that gravelly voice. He's got, They're sadly mistaken if they don't think they're not and all that. And I, it just it struck me watching Ange tonight stood like that or stood like that. Mm-hmm. And I was taken by that because I thought, that's a man that's just, in his head, he's ticking all sorts of boxes that you're talking about idiosyncrasies mm. and 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 giving it no he'll not do he'll not do and, <laughs> and and that's what you want your manager to do though you know you because in that case if he thinks that moving forward you'll have to get better players then you know my thoughts on that can't mm. get enough good players in your team sean all Right. yeah Players means a better a better football team means a better club so i, I was intrigued by his body language tonight let me say, and then the words that he spoke after in the presser backed up what my thoughts were mm-hmm. so I was I, I was glad about that because if he had come in and said something completely different, I'd have to went back to the drawing board myself and I'd just lay down for a long time like Rip Van Winkle and not get up <laughs> you know, uh, so. Speaking of players that you want to get in your team Tony, there's a couple of
0: comments coming in I don't know if you've heard any whispers about the stadium or not, but uh, as to why Yordos Yakimakis wasn't in the squad now
1: he, I think he, he said he had uh a, a, a damaged toe. He's done something to right, his okay. toe. Right. It's, it's, uh, yeah. So uh, I think uh, he's just sort of let the arrested him for for that. So I think okay. yeah, but I don't think it's anything serious. So
0: right, okay. Uh, right, I suppose there's there's plenty of comments coming in here, right? Almost divided down the middle as to how to take this game. Um you've got Angelo Tyro. Just a fun occasion. Celtic are still the champs. It was all played in good spirit. Great to see Ange catching up with his former Brisbane player uh, Luke Bratton, He's talking about there. Um, then you've got uh, Tom Hill. Must be Everton now. Must be Everton. Uh, what camp do for, you fall into, boys?
1: I go with the manager. I, I, I but could be both. But I go with the manager. See if that see if he's drumming that kind of mentality into you on a daily basis. There's, there's standards and there's levels which are, which are acceptable and unacceptable. See if you fall below that and you lose, mm-hmm. then you know you, you, you deserve what he says about you. Yeah, I mean, interesting observations and that, and, and that's I think that intrigues me more, you know. So, mm-hmm. I, I uh, if you're if that if Angie's come in from day one and said, This is how we're going to play, and I don't care if it's the Sydney Cup or if it's the European Cup, right? This is how we're going to play. And, and I get the travel factor and all that. I'm sitting here feeling the effects at myself. I get that, but I go with the manager because he, he, said, he said he wasn't a violin player. The game was today, not tomorrow. So yeah. the manager gives no sympathy for them. And that, you know, Aiden, so I thought Aiden was cold and hard, though I sat and listened to Ange tonight, you know what I mean? So, so you're you player ratings, yeah, it's, you know, so, quickly after all. So I I'm, I'm with the manager on that. I think that's how you you become the team that Celtic have become. You can't you can't go in studs up or criticize them too much. But you, you listen to what the manager says and you so you, you take your, your lead from that, don't you?
0: Aidan, CJ says it's just a friendly, no need for overreaction. Agree, disagree?
2: I I think I can understand why people like, are frustrated <laughs> given I mean, the that obviously you've lost a game of football, you you never want to do that. But I did think there was I might be in the minority. I actually thought at times there was some positive passages of play in the performance, particularly that first sort of twenty minutes or so in the second half. Could I easily got I know it's all with oh, parts and maybe, but you could easily maybe get two, even three goals. then it was just a completely different game. I, I, I would say that there there was flat spells that I can understand why the manager was frustrated with. Eh, whether or not that was Due to jet lag, or he felt they weren't personally putting enough effort, in I, I don't know, but I, I'm kind of a bit like it as a friendly, do you know what I mean? But obviously, I'm glad that the manager has high standards as well. I should say I, I want him to be treating every game like that because that's how you get a sort of a elite winning mentality. That's how they went, you know, almost unbeaten in Scottish Premiership for over a year. But I, I'm maybe that was shown in my player ratings, but I didn't want to hammer the team too much, to be honest, overall. Hey, Simon Thomas
0: saying, look, in the end, it's a promotional tour and the results don't mean anything, but match performance does, which I suppose is what you're what saying anyway, Tony, that whether, the result, whether yeah. or not the performance has to be there for Anstey to, to, to but, want to pick any of the
1: boxes. So That's what Anstey says. If the match performance comes, then usually wins follow, don't they? Yeah. Right. One kind of dictates the other, doesn't it?
0: Uh, he's also coming back in, Simon, saying they will be refreshed come Sunday, so watch out Everton, I think, is the is the, mm. the, the the warning there. Um, Kaiser coming in saying, sorry Tony, cutting off half your heat here, but uh, right. Kaiser says, he's always said, every game to a player should be the World Cup final, as it was for him on a red-ash pitch, getting your age away there, uh, with my friends, um, and he says, Ange expects a standard of performance that mm. he will not suffer less effort, so right, fair enough. Uh, there's a few comments coming in. We should we should credit Sydney as Andrew did after it. Uh, I thought Sydney played really quite well actually, and then um, got the ball down and played when they had the chance to play. Hit the bar a couple of times. Scored uh, two good, well, one very good goal, I would say. The other goal, I, I would, I think there's a few comments questioning the pace of uh, Stephen Stephen Welsh's recovery pace. Sorry, in the situation, um, I think got to say that uh, as much as it pains me, Greg Taylor showing a left footed a left-footed player inside onto his left foot. Bit of a mistake there, but it was a really good finish. Um, so, I think I, I, he's in agreement got to credit, Sydney, for their performance as much as Celtic were off it.
1: Yeah, I think you do. And uh, he, he was asked a question about, does that show the level of the, the, the a or standard of the, the clubs in this league? And again, he was like, no, it doesn't. <laughs> you can't measure standards of your league in one-off games. Mm-hmm. He was saying so I uh, had a fair point. His He's always great value. You always learn I've said to you before, Sean, when you sit in front of him, the the great thing about Ange Posterko is you always learn something. Mm-hmm. You you come out enriched by your experience from sitting in front of him. And I think that's a gift to actually sit for seven, eight minutes that you spoke to us and you come out and you and you've actually learned something. Very few managers have got that. is one of them, Brendan Rodgers had it as well, Martin Neil had it. You know, out of a Celtic perspective, when you sat in front of them, and you know, you you actually look forward to sitting in front of them in these kind of scenarios, and yeah, you you enrich your own football and yeah. uh, you know, power as well and an ability to see things because he, he 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 passes it on the road maps he tells you, and then he tells you what to look out for in future because it's what he's looking out for. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I I he's uh, always an interesting lesson
0: isn't it um daniel mack coming in here with a disparaging comment on the level of opposition saying beaten by a team of field cricketers not good enough but gregory curry just as quick was in there saying only half are field cricket players the other half are field afl players so <laughs> that's quite disparaging and i don't know what it says about celtics performance if that would be the case but i think they i think they do deserve a bit of credit uh they can you can only play What's put in front of you, Celtic were definitely off it. There's no no question about that. But nonetheless, I think Sydney played quite well and refreshingly actually try to get the ball down and play quite a bit, which I think is part of Celtic's maybe issue when it comes to translating domestic form into Champions League form, as they're playing two completely different types of opponents. And I don't just mean in quality, I mean in, 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 the, in the way that they approach things.
1: Yeah, but I think Eden saw the glass half full. With some players tonight, so and it's going to be an entirely different kind of game on Sunday, isn't it?
2: Yeah, I think it will. Uh, it will hopefully, even if it's something as basic as obviously because the standard opposition will be higher, Celtic might feel that they need to get themselves up for it a bit more. Uh, I, I, they were pretty good, I would say. Sydney, I, I thought they had some good sort of passing triangles and that, etc., they popped the ball about it quite well. Uh, there was a few times, like Bernabeu, for example, what was a bit out of position so that it, they were able to just kind of clap a sort of simple ball forward and then that allowed them to basically have three or four players on to basically the two Celtic centre-halves, which Andrew, I'm sure, will be frustrated by. But I thought they, they were a pretty good team, to be fair. And I, I was impressed. It was probably more than I was expecting, probably because that's my ignorance towards the, the a week to be fair. But I, I thought they, they were decent overall.
0: Uh, Tony, speaking of glasses being half full and things like that, uh, Carol's coming in here with a wee recommendation to help you go over your jet lag. He says, "Get down the Marble Bar on George Street for a pint. Best cure for jet lag going."
1: Well, well my my hotel is on George Street, so I should be able to find the Marble Bar. No no problem, any So I don't
0: fall asleep first.
1: If I don't fall asleep first and don't fall asleep at the bar, that's always a good shout. But yeah, <laughs> it's, uh, but yeah, so that's that's where I'm staying. I'm on George Street, so that that sounds. Sounds like the the ticket at some point, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, but no, I I, I you know it's I, I'm I'm basing all my comments on the manager's comments because we've had the benefit of speaking to him before we came on yeah. this and hearing what he said. So it's it's a uh, you're never normally in that situation. So uh, that that was so, but, but uh, his thoughts were pretty much echoed my own, and you mm-hmm. know you're not going to studs up. Because, of course, a mid-season, pre-season friendly, but you you want to see those behaviours, you want to see those standards, and mm-hmm. certain people didn't meet those standards tonight, and you know, and yeah, you want to give a players the excuse of jet lag, then they'll take it. The manager ain't cutting them slack on it. So, mm-hmm.
0: I mean, you're saying uh, we don't we don't do this most uh, that often, but maybe we should. Maybe we should be doing more post-match stuff. I mean, you you go to most of the games for as you talk to Ange well, fairly regularly, because he's always yeah, on yeah. the games as well, but uh, maybe we should, but I think um, sorry, Tony, you
1: go. I think because you know, it, it's always a great jumping off point, because you've got hooks to peg it on them, haven't you? Mm-hmm. As opposed to I mean, uh, you, you don't mind, you, you always see your eye tells you what you see, doesn't it? You know, so mm-hmm. uh, but, and that's fair enough, but there's a couple of times you've maybe said something and then listened to the manager and you thought, well, I I didn't see that that way. You know, and then you question yourself. But you you go with your gut on these things and you you are allowed to disagree. That's the beauty of football and uh, people having having their opinions. Not all opinions are the same. They're not all uniform and consistent. You know, they can be wild takes. There can be things that you you never thought of Mm -hmm. again. So I I think... uh, yeah, I I just think the I think the overall the overarching takeaway from tonight is one of disappointment and the managers feeling that more than empty because he expect he expects better from his players, mm-hmm. doesn't he? End off.
0: i not anything else to add to that? Does that pretty much sum it up for you apart from obviously seven 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 seven
1: seven yeah. magnificent
2: <laughs> uh, I would say overall, yeah, it was probably summed up pretty well uh the players and now the manager will be t- determined to also put in a bit of a better performance against Everton, so that should make for a good game in a, in a couple of days' time.
1: And I, I think that's comment
0: up from Beach Boys. Sorry, Tony. <laughs> Just a Beach Boys got a comment about the comments. We get battered in the Champions League and everyone's happy. Get beaten a friendly and it's shocking.
1: <laughs> you know, and that's the thing, isn't it? That you you know that I think the, the manager said it himself. She doesn't care if it's. Competition, as you <laughs> it's just like oh, fair enough. Uh, Tiddlywinks must be great in the Buster Coggle household, day. Eh? you know. Just you know, he's not, not wanting to get beat at anything, but again, as he said earlier, that's what you want from your manager. You don't want to lose at all. So, mm-hmm. if he's upset at losing, not upset, but if he's not happy at losing, uh, well, you'd rather I'd have said been... it than, than, than yeah, yeah, I yeah.
0: pretended otherwise. I definitely. and. You know, on that note, there's also a fine line between well, what people are saying in the comments, overreacting and being offering a critique rather than rather than just being critical, that kind of thing. And I don't think you'll ever you, you'll know that you'll know his time is up at Celtic if he starts throwing players under the bus, you know what I mean? That's you know he's ill of just that's it because he's just not that type of character. Even if he's even if he's critical, it's always in a kind of constructive manner. Yeah. Rather Absolutely. than rather than just throwing somebody under the bus, so and again, it's a friendly. He's never going to go that route. It's never going to benefit him to go that route. But nonetheless, he's made his views clear that he wasn't happy with that performance, and I think that's a fair. It's a fair it, thing. To say it was know,
1: constructive but, yeah. criticism. It wasn't destructive. You <laughs> know, and, and, and as I say, I <laughs> I just watched them the whole night, and I just thought, "There's a man." Mentally scribbling in a notebook, <laughs> I mean, yes, he's just like, I just, you know, that that, that kind of standing just, but you no know, people can uh, misconstrue that as being, ah, uh, he's no caring, <laughs> he, he is caring, he, he was watching everything, you know, he was watching everything, studying it, and you, and I, I love that we've got a manager like that, I really do, I think that's that bodes well, yeah.
0: I'm um, going to put Kaiser's comment up before we wrap it up. Uh, opinions are the source of discussion. You attack the subject, never the person. He loves a bit of post-match reaction. I think we'd all agree with that. That's the way to approach these things. Um, and on the subject of reactions and different things, Tony, your, your all-encompassing feature will be up uh, either later today or maybe the morning probably later today. And um, as I said, Aiden's ratings are up. Uh, I put up a couple of bits yesterday about the World Cup payments, Celtic are due, about Rocco Vata and how Sydney could could help him stake a claim there's also a uh, one of my favorite pieces of writing tony's ever done Uh mm. if, if you're keeping up to date with his TikToks and the youtube and so it's, it's on a youtube channel it's on twitter basically tony's been submitting all these videos on tiktok and i've been distributing them about or um, our social media channels just charting his journey basically he's doing diaries which i'll put a link into as well uh, a very very tony Haggerty diaries i love them they're brilliant um, <laughs> definitely if you like his book you'll like the diaries put it that way um they'll going out as newsletters but they're also just bigger on the website so keep an eye out for them i'll put the links in but the piece of writing i'm talking about is actually one a lot of you hopefully have already uh, read from back in june if you've watched these tiktoks from today tony went for lunch with a guy called stevie blair who is i'm to one i'm supposed to best pals stays down under played with him at south melbourne and Tony spoke to him back in June exclusively. I don't think he, he spoke speak, uh, spoke wow. to anyone uh, over here in terms of media uh, before. And there's the big interview which I'll put links to in the comments, which is probably the best piece of writing I've I've, I've read off Tony since uh, we got together on this project and stuff. Uh, very personal things in there about his friendship with Ange, his love for Celtics, He's a big Celtic fan as well. Uh, there was another wee piece specifically about i'm supposed to call glue, phoning him at a stupid mm-hmm. o'clock in the morning to tell him, guess what stevie or guess what Blairy. sorry uh i'm about to take the celtic job so mm-hmm. put the links to them in the comments if you haven't read them read them if you've read them as i did this morning read them again because they're well worth a read um and on that note any of the stuff that tony is doing from australia you'll get on the website and as i say that the subscription deals there one pound for two months full access but uh, particularly at this time, I know it's not competitive games, but Tony's trip to Sydney's making it all
1: worthwhile. <laughs> 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 no, that's very kind. Of, yeah, it's uh, been enjoyable so far. It's, it's, uh, it's a slog getting here, but once you're here, it's, it's worthwhile. And it's, uh, I'll, I'll be, be lying down in the fullness of time. So yeah, that'll, uh, <laughs> that, that'll be good. And then back up tomorrow, we go again. Because we never stop, eating. That's what they say, That right? <laughs> indeed, Famous indeed. last words. Somebody rattling my door. He slept. <laughs> it's Wednesday, He slipped One of them, yeah. Okay. Um, well,
0: I think in order to get, Tony, some actual downtime, uh, I think it's fair to call, call time on this one there, isn't it, guys? So keep an eye on the website, as I said, the coming days, most features, analysis and all the rest of it. Uh, but for now, thank you all for joining us couple of hours later than you're used to with us um and thank thank you aiden for joining us as well but most of all thank you tony for joining us live from the stadium and congratulations mm-hmm. on staying awake for the full time but <laughs> <Anyway, laughs> we'll catch us all later guys we'll be back again tomorrow with us and as i say tony's diary and stuff live on the website so thanks for joining catch us all later cheers guys
1: cheers